Welcome to the Canadian SME Podcast, a podcast for Canadian small businesses. We interview Canadian experts and entrepreneurs to provide expert insight into marketing, innovation, business leadership, technology, and trends that impact small business. Our mission is to empower Canadian small and medium enterprise to help you grow your business. The digital marketing landscape is changing at a rapid pace and there are many challenges for businesses that want to be successful in this environment. How do we know traditional advertising methods can represent Indigenous-owned businesses? To answer that question, we had the chance to speak to Darian Kovacs. Darian is the Indigenous founder of Vancouver-based SEO company Jelly Digital Marketing and PR and digital marketing school Jelly Academy. He brings 15 years of marketing experience and a passion for education and creativity. He is the host of the podcast Marketing News Canada and board member with Empower Canada. In this podcast, Darian discussed how online marketing is effective for Indigenous businesses, how digital advertising could better represent Indigenous businesses, and the most important thing for Indigenous businesses when it comes to online presence. Hi, Darian. On behalf of Canadian SME, I'd like to welcome you to our small business podcast. How are you today? I'm good, actually. I'm doing well. I I made it to the swimming pool this morning and got a swim in before the day started, which is uh, always a nice way to start the day. You're very enthusiastic. I can tell that you're a morning person. So that's great. Uh, And I'm very, very pleased to have you with us this afternoon, Darian. Uh, Now, Darian, you are uh, the Indigenous founder of Vancouver-based SEO company, uh, Jelly Marketing um, NPR and the Academy of it as well. Uh, and you bring 15 years of marketing experience and a passion for education and creativity. You're a great speaker and the host of, uh, and the host of the podcast, Marketing News Canada. Can you share with the audience what was the inspiration and motivation behind finding the platform Jelly Marketing? And what are you really hoping uh, to accomplish through the work that you do? Cool. Can I tell you a story? Mm-hmm. So I was out for brunch with my mom um, in Vancouver. So there's this beautiful uh, brunch location. It's it's the Fairmont, um, uh, right near the ocean. They have a great brunch spot. And so we're eating breakfast and, and talking. And I was realizing I wanted to start Jelly, but I didn't know the name. I didn't know what we were going to do or call it. Uh, but then while we were at the table, we got served these really cute little jars of jelly. And, and if you've been to restaurants, they have them and you've seen them. Um, uh, and they're really, really cool. And I thought that would be the coolest business card. And so I checked on uh, GoDaddy to see if the uh, jellymarketing.com was available to our domain name. It was. And that was what we went with. And since then, we've actually given out little jelly jars. We, we branded them with stickers. Uh, originally, actually, I went to Fairmont and asked them, I was like, can I just take like 20 of these? And they said, no problem. And I, I, I took the stickers off in the sink in our office and then re-stickered them with little stickers we made. But since we found a source... Um, in Ontario that makes them and we've, we've since done them professionally versus using Fairmont's uh, jars. So thank you, Fairmont, for that time of, of my business's life where we uh, used your jars. But then, um, but the cool part is we put a little uh, website on there where you can actually order peanut butter and bread uh, to go with uh, your jelly. And so then people can then make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And, and the idea being is uh, we love coming alongside brands, providing SEO, digital ads, PR uh, services, and we add a bit of like color and flavor to their already existing awesome work. Amazing. Uh, that's quite a story. And it's actually really, you know, inspiring. I like where the, you get the idea from and you're so passionate towards it. 
Now, Daria, we all know that, you know, digital advertising is an important part of many companies' marketing strategies. But what do you think about this? Like, what is your opinion on digital market, like digital advertising? And do you think online marketing is effective for indigenous businesses? Yeah, I think it's it's one of the most amazing um, kind of democratic things we have right now. I know, you know, recently this app came out called Clubhouse, which I feel is almost the opposite of, of the democratic opportunities we have within business. Because when Clubhouse launched, it was exclusively uh, for iPhone users. You had to be exclusively invited to it. And it was almost like this idea of, um, you know, the, you know, the cool kids had this opportunity and not Android users and only those who are in the know. But really what's so amazing about like Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and YouTube is that everyone and anyone has access to it. It's free uh, to, to go on. Of course, they're mining your information and data and using it to, to sell to advertisers. But, you know, we have that opportunity. And so the opportunity of virality is, is democratic. Like, you know, there was a guy on TikTok who went viral for drinking cranberry juice going down the street on a longboard. You know, there was the photo of a photo, you know, just a, a stock photo of an egg became the most liked photo on the Internet at one point. And so for indigenous businesses who maybe don't have, um, you know, depending on the stage of the business, but maybe don't have the access to the resources or capital, maybe up front. But if you can create really great content and smart content, uh, like right now, for example, Instagram Reels, which is kind of their vertical video response to TikToks, if you put really good content out there, not only do the people who are connected to your brand see it, but it really gets promoted and shared with a bunch of other folks. And I know Instagram is really not happy with TikTok because, you know, they're taking all the attention away. And so Instagram is really amplifying reels at this moment. Same thing with LinkedIn. If you can post really great content video on LinkedIn, uh, post it right into the platform versus linking out to YouTube. LinkedIn loves it because they know that you're providing great resources and content. So if you've got a story to tell, if you've got a brand to promote, if you've got a product or a service that is really good uh, and you've got a great story to tell with it, you know, the power of our iPhones or our Android devices or, you know, Blackberry or Windows phone, whatever you're using, the power that's in our hands these days is incredible. Like we have the power, you know, I remember the day, you know, you learn about the day when the Gutenberg press came to market, right? It, it impacted the world in huge ways. You know, the, the amplification of scientific research, the amplification of um, good movements, you know, just went all over the world thanks to the ability to publish. And we now have the ability to publish in the palm of our hands. And of course, there's a lot of content that isn't great, but if you can do great content um, and publish it, publish it consistently, you know, you may not have, you know, giant hordes of cash to be able to do digital ads at the moment. But the ability for your, uh, you know, good content to go viral is great. And and even Google My Business, I think it's one of the most overlooked social media channels for small businesses. Um, it's totally free. One of the most important social media channels to be on. But you have the ability to even launch a website for free from Google My Business. It's uh, some people call it the Map Pack, or it's kind of like the you know Google location uh, thing. But you can actually do updates in there. You can do offers. You can do coupons. Uh, it is uh, incredible. Right. Now, with a better understanding of indigenous business, uh, Darian, digital advertising could be, you know, tailored to represent them. Now, can you share with the audience, like, what are the unique challenges of marketing an indigenous business, like online? And like, how do you think digital advertising could better represent indigenous businesses? 
Yeah, I think working with indigenous tourism, for example, there's incredible uh, indigenous tourism experiences right across this great uh, you know, land, right across the country. And, and I think the big one for them is just giving uh, the opportunity of digital literacy uh, of what is available, what the opportunities are and empowering and educating people of what they can do online. Because I think there are um, a lot of schools or a lot of organizations that maybe have communicated that you need to you know, know all this great knowledge and great information. It takes years to learn how to do uh, things online really well. But reality is like we have been seeing indigenous uh, business owners, entrepreneurs uh, within six weeks, learn how to master running and owning their social media channels, learning Facebook ads and Google ads, learning Google analytics, uh, learning what digital PR looks like. And so if we can empower indigenous people with that digital literacy, with the resources and tools uh, to be able to communicate their story and to be able to communicate it well, um, you know, it opens up an incredible door for them, you know, whether wherever they're located, whether it's in you know, Northwest Territories, whether they're in Northern Quebec, whether they're in the Maritimes, wherever they are, it just gives us all in the rest of Canada the opportunity to kind of look in on what's happening, whether it's the Northern Lights or the opportunity to go see spirit bears. I think those beautiful images um, can be captured on people's phones. It's just giving them those, uh, you know, kind of resources, the roadmaps, the um, know-how on how to do it, and really how to do it well. And and I think that's where, uh, you know, not providing an intimidating kind of uh, you know access to information, but providing a really easy access, low barrier to entry access to information on how to do it. I think is really crucial for Indigenous businesses. Right. And you're absolutely, you know, I'm on the same page with you. The internet is a powerful tool that can be used to promote, you know, your business. For example, if you are an indigenous entrepreneur with big dreams and the talent necessary for success, but no way of getting noticed by mainstream media or other companies in today's competitive marketplace, social networks might just do everything they need done. Right. Now, what do you think is the most important thing for indigenous businesses when it comes to online presence? Yeah, I think Google My Business is really, really crucial. I think, again, it's the most overlooked social media channel, um, you know, especially over the last couple of years. They added so many new features and, and specials in there to the point where even, yeah, again, you can launch your website through Google My Business without having to build something in Squarespace or Shopify. Um, next one being, of course, email and e-newsletter. So MailChimp has a free option that you can grow your e-newsletter. And again, I, I say this time and time again, it is the only social media channel, again, a form of media that you can socialize with that you actually own. There was a day this last year in 2021 when actually Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp all shut down on a day. So, you know, so someone forgot to plug something in and whatever happened on the back end there. But you know, you don't own those channels. And again, whether you look at uh, any social channel like Vine, Vine completely shut down. Um, the algorithms change every day. And so when you have your e-newsletter working, you own those contacts, you can nurture those contacts, you can send really beautiful stuff to those contacts. And so I really think e-newsletter is really crucial. And the third one being uh, Shopify. Uh, there's huge opportunities within Shopify as far as you know, launching a store, selling your products, they make it so easy, um, called WYSIWYG, what you see is what you get, the ability to launch a Shopify store uh, within minutes. You know, you could get one up and rocking within an hour. And so I think what's so neat about that tool and, and made right here in Canada is that this tool empowers people to begin to sell their goods online in a really easy, smooth way. And even Shopify has incredible resources for indigenous entrepreneurs right across the country. 
Uh, they have a whole um, arm of their company dedicated to indigenous entrepreneurs, uh, which I think is so, so incredible. Uh, and last but not least, of course, is Google ads. So Google shopping ads, Google search ads. When people have an intent to buy, an intent to look for something, if you can meet them where they're at on the Google, um, or they may be binging, let's not forget about bing, but specifically Googling, they're Googling, searching for something, being able to meet them there with a Google ad is actually really great. Um, and then on the flip side of that, you know, that's you know, your chance to pay to play in that environment. But being able to do and learn basic SEO is really crucial. So again, being able to, um, you think of David and Goliath, being able to fight the large corporations, if you can learn basic SEO and, and show up in Google rankings because Google sees you as an authority and a subject, it is really awesome. So we break it down in a really uh, convenient way. So if you've ever seen that great, uh, I want to say early 2000s breakout, Lindsay Lohan movie, Mean Girls, uh, it's a movie about a bunch of really mean girls in high school. Um, think of Google like a really mean girl in high school. So if your website is walking down the hallway, Google is looking at two things and judging your website in two ways. Number one, as your website walks in the hallway, what brand names are on your clothes? Uh, you know, what language is on there? Uh, what hairstyle do you have? So those are all the things that are on your website. How has it been coded? How is it? What content is on there? What blogs are being written about on there? And the second one, you know, way that Mean Girl Google looks your website up and down is that as your website walks down the hallway, Google's looking to see who's talking to your website and what are they talking to you about? So if people keep asking you about, um, you know, great uh, indigenous kind of a winery experience, uh, great indigenous winery, you know, indigenous wine clubs or wine clubs in Ontario, you know, your website is going to rank high on that subject. Because back in the day, you used to be able to just code your website really well and in a sense, trick Google into being an authority on a subject. But Google is now looking about 50-50, not just how your website is coded, what content is on there, but also who is giving you and loaning you their authority and giving you that authority by talking to you in that hallway. Right. It's such a great example that you use the mean girls. It just gets you to the, you know, understand the point. But Darren, you are a true insight into and knowledge of the subject. On a final note, do you have any tips for Indigenous small businesses who want to start using social media? I would say start small. Like, I think there's this really immense pressure to be on, like, every channel and do a great job of everyone. But really, find one channel that you can do and do it really, really well. So, for example, you know, do a really good job with your Google My Business. Start there. I'd say, secondly, then maybe get an e-newsletter going. And I'd say just channel-wise. And then maybe look at, um, you know, getting some great video content on Facebook and Instagram and possibly TikTok. And the great thing is, is that there's this old saying uh, called killing many birds with one stone, uh, you know, killing two birds with one stone. My, my grandma loves the more kind of passive, um, you know, less aggressive version where it's like feed multiple birds with one grain is that if you can shoot a video both vertically and horizontally with your iPhone, and maybe it's just vertically, for example, you can then use that same video content both on TikTok and use it on Instagram Reels. And so figure out smart ways to work as well. And maybe even you use that same video and you can then even put that same video up on your Google My Business social channel. You can actually use that same video embedded in your e-newsletter. You can say that use that same video on YouTube. And so being able to think, and this is where I love about video and the power that our phones have the ability to shoot, edit, and produce videos is that when you do one video, think of ways that you can use it in multiple channels if you are choosing to kind of spread out and be on multiple channels. Um, and, and that would be my biggest advice. And then the other one, just lastly, would be 
find other Indigenous businesses uh, that you can be friends with, whether it's through the Indigenous Tourism Association of Canada, whether it's through CCAB, another amazing Indigenous organization, um, and be able to connect with them and maybe do some blog swapping. Say, hey, I noticed that you have this incredible moccasin company. I have a really great jacket company. Um, why don't we write a blog on each other's site and link back to each other? And then you can feature each other on your blog. And then that gives you a really good chance to start building up your SEO and getting your uh, shoppers and your visitors aware of another great indigenous business that isn't in competition with you, but you can really lift each other up. There's an old saying, you know, a rising tide rises all boats. And that's a great opportunity to, to make that happen, both practically um, and for fun. And really it is a win-win-win when you can do those blog swappings. It really does help your authority and help your Google ranking. Absolutely. Now, I'm, I'm really glad. I'm really happy that we had the chance to have this conversation about, you know, different tools and resources that are available to these indigenous entrepreneurs, because I guess there's so, so much to learn and make these small business owners like realize and make aware. But thank you so much for taking the time out of your very busy schedule, Darian, and being so insightful. I think our audience will be pleased by hearing from you. Chatting with Darian was an amazing experience. Darian specializes in mixing PR with digital marketing and has worked with numerous internationally re-owned brands on developing and executing their digital marketing and PR strategies. Darian lives in Fort Langley, BC with his wife and four children and likes to mountain bike, watercolor and read in his free time. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Once again, we would like to thank our exclusive banking partner RBC and our exclusive shipping partner UPS for supporting this initiative. Please do share the podcast and feel free to check out the other episodes. Also, do not forget to subscribe to the magazine to stay up to date on all our upcoming events and get the top business insights from industry leaders. This is Maheen, your host for the Small Business Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Canadian SME Podcast. Please visit canadiansme.ca to subscribe and join us next week as we share more expert advice from Canadian business leaders.